it's becoming very common for people to think about defending within the firewall and working from the application level as providing a defense against those who do get into your systems. But what happens if you have a lot of old apps in there, maybe thousands of them? To answer that question, I'm pleased to be joined by Kanal Anand. He's co-founder and chief technology officer of Previty, a runtime application self-protection provider. Welcome, Kanal. Hi, Eric. It's great to be with you today. Providing security for new apps probably isn't as hard as old apps. The new ones, you can architect them to be secure. What do those organizations do that have literally thousands, tens of thousands of applications that are old? How do they protect those from those who get inside the system? It's a great question because when we think about modern application development, especially with security, and when we think about secure development, there's this term called uh, the SSDLC, basically the Secured Software Development Lifecycle. And you're absolutely right, when you're developing modern applications, it's a lot easier to architect and build security uh, because you're thinking about it consciously as you're architecting and implementing software protocols um, or even just designing functions or classes. You're thinking about how this particular piece of software can be exploited and you're applying some sort of prevention or mitigation. But when you're thinking about legacy applications, these are the applications where developers may have written the stuff and may not be employed anymore. This could be stuff that was architected years ago. You may not even have the original source code. And so it's kind of a daunting task. If you're running something like a code analysis tool and that's generating a backlog of potential defects, how do you go back in and close out the thousands of bugs across all the thousands of applications that you may have? So what we and I think what's what's interesting is the approach of how you can make this really simple for developers or operations teams to go back to those older code bases and augment them and you could you could call it retrofitting security but an approach that we've taken at Previty has been we want to make it super easy for developers or ops guys when they approach an old or legacy code base they can basically, if it's a Java application or a .NET application, take something like a jar file or a DLL and put that adjacent to their code base. So in the case of a Java application, it could be a jar file uh, that could get added into the Java web application project. And basically what this will do is intercept uh, malicious content before the application even sees it. So basically this is going to wrap the application in such a way where things like cross-site scripting, reflected or persisted, which is you know the common things that we're seeing vulnerability scanners, whether they be static or dynamic reporting today, we'll see those vulnerabilities go away just by adding the jar file and just uh, you know, relaunching the application again. Is it really that simple? Yeah, it actually is that simple in the case of uh, reflected and persisted cross-site scripting. How about for other kinds of applications? So for modern applications, uh, newer applications that are basically starting off today, uh, you know, as I mentioned, they're doing things like risk assessments, threat modeling. They're trying to understand whether or not, or how I should say, the applications can be exploited from the outside. So for those guys and for those, those particular teams, they're really in the trenches thinking about security, uh, hopefully, according, you know, based on the CISO, um, the, the CISO's protocols. So they're in there in the code base. And for them, they may not care about having something that wraps the entire code base. They care about, you know, in a much more targeted way, preventing these things. So calling particular security functions, uh, frameworks, uh, various integrations to make the lives a lot easier for developers. So I think for the modern applications, they're going to take the path of calling SDKs versus legacy applications. They're going to be using framework integrations. Uh, would this require any new skill sets for people in enterprises? 
So it's interesting. We've uh, we hear that a lot. Uh, it's one of the questions that CISOs typically have because if you think historically, you've got developers on one side, security on the other, and there really hasn't been an effort to uh, join the aisles or join the two sides of the aisle, I should say. So one of the things that we've been really focused on is caring a lot about usability. How can we make it really easy for developers? Because developers feel that security folks place a huge burden on them and for unnecessary reasons, and security folks think uh, developers are, are dumb or stupid and, and don't know anything at all about how to protect applications. So there's this, this awful misconception that's happening on both sides. So our approach has been, we gotta make this stuff simple, which means that we have to make it easy for security teams when they talk to developers to say, look, this is a function call you're making. You make function calls all the time, uh, or you integrate frameworks all the time. This should be really simple. And for developers, we want them to buy into the process because they don't want anything magical in their application that's going to be doing something that they don't even understand. There needs to be very simple code that they can test, they can audit, and they can make sure it's going to do the right thing when it gets put into their application. So you want that buy-in from both sides, and that's going to come from simplicity of architecture and simplicity of integration. Are you seeing that happening? Are you seeing more application developers thinking about uh, security and vice versa, the security people being more appreciating of, of what the applications do, understanding the business processes behind them? Yes and no. So, I mean, you're going to find in a lot of enterprises or big enterprises that have to deal with things like PCI, they've got programs and initiatives in place where if employees screw up or developers screw up to, you know, not encode content correctly or if they let a bug go through a certain number of times, they end up getting fired. And those are you know, pretty stringent organizations where security is obviously taken a lot more seriously. And then you've got other environments where security just isn't, where it's one of those things where you know, from the top down, a CISO will say something like, hey, we need to implement controls across the board to prevent cross-site scripting. And it just sort of trickles through. And you know, whether it be through bug bounty programs or disclosures, things will happen whether it be an attack from the outside that's known or something that gets disclosed, and nothing really happens. There's no ramifications if production data or anything malicious happens. So we see it, you know, two different approaches. One where the organizations are a lot more sophisticated and they care about security. And for those organizations, we find that going and talking to developers around secure coding, secure coding practices around implementing SDKs is a lot easier. Um, and for those organizations that don't typically have that sort of stringent policy of, you know, you can't screw up for these reasons, whether it be for job security or whatnot, we find that those organizations are a lot more lax. And they may not want to think about in you know, security in depth, about Im implementing functions. They may not want to get hands-on. And so for those, those sort of camps, uh, we basically suggest a framework-based approach, which is drop something in and don't have to think about it and walk away. Thanks, Kunal. Thank you very much, Eric. I've been speaking with Kunal Anand of Previty. This is Eric Chabro, Information and Security Media Group.